is going on, everybody? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Biz Bites and More podcast. This is episode 69, Sucks, and it is March 15th, 2021. I think this is the actual Ides of March. I think this is when uh, Julius Caesar got stabbed. We are your hosts. This is Grayson and... Hello. Yeah. Hi, hello. Hello. Yeah. That's Josh. Yeah. Josh. That's um, me. So, I'm Josh, Josh, anything about uh, anything about <clears throat> episode sixty nine, which I know you've been looking forward to. Oh. Uh, so, episode sixty nine is Josh's thirtieth episode, and it, it also my favorite happens, episode. It also happens to be the very first episode that well, we'll make the announcement in a little bit. Josh, what about the Ides of March? Hmm. Anything on that? What about the no more word of the day? Ah, yeah. ah. Damn you, Josh. You fucking spoiling piece of <laughs> shit. You know um, what I'm really excited about. Fuck the Ides of March. I don't even know what it is, and I don't, don't care. Worry. I don't want to be oh. I don't even want to be educated. That's as far as I feel about it. Just because we're not doing word of the day, you son of a bitch. Damn it. Ah, so right. you're gonna try to educate people with what the Ides of March is? Why do you, why do you, of all people, feel the need to educate people? <laughs> I don't know what the Ides of March is. I'm totally guessing here. I, I huh. heard it through the grapevine that it's uh, the day that Julius Caesar got um, betrayed, castrated. stabbed in the fucking back. Well, he didn't get, ca- well, he might have gotten castrated. All right. Well, guys, if you haven't heard the other 60 plus episodes of this Biz Bites and More podcast, episode 69, we don't only talk about sex. Ha! <laughs> Episode 69. Um, we talk about humor and business, baby. We put the, we put a, a bland subject like business and we, we just, you know, turd duck and the humor it's, right it's in like there. A, it's like milk and then orange juice and you put it together and you can see who can oh. chug more of it quicker. Oh, my God. And then you oh. both end up vomiting. Oh, yep. oh my It's Lord. just okay. like that. Uh, well, it's a lot funner and more interesting than that. Josh, how are we today? Huh? Anything? <clears throat> it's a Monday. It is a Monday. Ides of March. No, Monday. Nothing beyond the beyond the regular suffering. No, nothing, you know. Huh? I'm glad you like to indulge me in my daily suffering every time I do this. You say, well, "Hey, so, what, what? 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 Go." No, go ahead. No, well, you. So we had a uh, we no had you. A <laughs> we had a blizzard here, twenty-seven inches, fourth worst blizzard in Denver history. How do you feel about that? Uh, it begs one question. Did you go outside with a boner and see how big it really is? Oh, you said no. No. You, you, didn't, you didn't do it for the gram? No. You know? What? Of course not. Yeah. Course Isn't not. that an Instagram fed where everyone, it snows a bunch wherever they are, so they get a boner, they go lay face down, you know, boner down in, in the snow, and then they take a picture of how big the, the boner hole is? Yeah, uh, yeah, and and for a few of you out there, you need to seek medical help because that's just not natural. <laughs> um, I mean, for the gram, but hey, uh, maybe a doctor needs to check you out, guys. The segmentos today they include, but they are not limited to Bitcoin, extended stay America, and Stripe. All right, well, you wow, I'm I'm even thrown off, and Josh can see that. Uh, usually I say, but first. Um, so word of the day is gone. Well, I mean, you, he already, already kind of spoiled it a little bit. Um, word of the day is gone. I don't know how to how to waste the the listener's time. I mean, should we just? Well, start I've got something right now. Oh, so did you know? What? 
that so my my whole thing about um you know making an imprint of your penis in the snow there's actually a thing where there's like a service where celebrities they make an imprint of their member jimmy hendrix did this i actually i learned this in middle school and i did a research paper and i mentioned it in the paper i think you're thinking of the uh, steps in hollywood i they don't do it with their penis i think they do it with their hands <laughs> ah interesting they have they must have weird looking what did jimmy hendrix do josh what did jimmy hendrix do he, he made a mold of his member he made a mold of his dick yeah you I didn't mean, know that Dude, Walt Disney froze himself. That's true. When are we waking that guy up? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think <laughs> is that an unfair question? Oh man. Guess Dude, what? I, I was about to I was about to go the there with the joke. Uh, you know what? I'll go how there many, with the I'll how go many there. Even in the freezer is really what I'll, I want to know. I'll I'll uh, I'll go all the way with this joke anyway. Uh, he's gonna wake up and we're gonna and he's gonna be like, "Are the Jews still alive?" And we're gonna be like, "Yeah." And he's like, "All right, put me back in the freezer." Right. Walt Disney, not Hitler. What? He did. I I do not. I think he was a, a very big anti-Semite, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He was. <clears throat> I was, I was all right. Well, um, guys, we don't know how to waste your time. Josh, do you, I mean, come on. Do you have anything? I was thinking maybe I could do quotes. Um, we were, th- we were thinking about famous people penis molds. I thought okay, that. Well, after, <laughs> we didn't settle on this. I mean, how many famous people people's penis molds can we possibly? Uh, I'm going to be famous honest. People's penis molds can we possibly fucking produce? It's the numbers might shock you. That's all I'm gonna say. No, oh, Jesus. All right. Well, next, next, uh, next episode. If we have another one that we want to share, hey, maybe we'll do it. <laughs> all right, guys. So uh, I don't know how we're gonna waste your time, but we'll figure out a way. We will figure out a way, Mom. If you're listening, you know it. Guys, let's get to the segmentos for the day. First one up is Americans want one thing after helping a, a helping of the STEMI. And you know what that is, Josh? It's your favorite thing in the world. It's Bitcoin. That is what that is what the Americans mm. want. So, <laughs> all right. Um, Sorry. Sorry very good that. lasagna in the background. Uh, so there are 235 people were surveyed, and it was found that two in five of those participants plan to spend at least half of their stimulus check on cryptocurrency, more specifically Bitcoin. If these numbers are even near correct, uh, and, and this spoke for a big, bigger populace, this, the speculation is that almost $40 billion of this stimulus bills going back to Americans could be reinvested by the American people back into Bitcoin. Um, so the experts and mostly boomers are uh, shaking their canes uh, at this finding, but we say, you know, go fuck yourself, you paper handed bitches. Bitcoin, NFTs, really anything crypto is taking is back to gaining popularity even more so than it did in 2018. Josh, are you a fan of paying rent? Or are you a fan of mining the sweet, sweet Bitcoin? Renner yeah, Bitcoin. Uh, come on. That, that, that's a stupid question. Rent, obviously. Who's going who's gonna to want to pay their rent over mining <laughs> sweet, sweet Bitcoin? <laughs> Who wants to live in a house? 
Yeah, for real. When you can mine Bitcoin, you can have a Bitcoin mansion or you can have a house. You can have a house or you can have a pool full of digital currency. <laughs> I, I <laughs> mean, I don't, do you know. I don't you can't know. can't swim in a home. Well, I mean, it depends. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean... 200 i know it's a small it's a small segment and two out of five of those people wanted to do bitcoin i if you were in the survey josh if it was 236 would you say yeah half the stimmy's going to bitcoin um i've give i've put my my stimmy into some stuff and you already I got will it. admit i will admit that uh a good portion of that was crypto so. Oh my fucking god! I, so, um, oh my gosh! People say that they're going into crypto because it looks lucrative and it keeps going up, and I, I have no idea. You know, Grayson, Grayson at at, at what one thousand? Oh, it's it looks so expensive. I shouldn't get in. Grayson at ten thousand? No, it's so expensive. Grayson at fifty thousand? Oh, it's so. Grayson at two hundred thousand? Ropes, dude. Okay, there there are plenty. <laughs> There are plenty of things out there that are the exact same way. If I don't understand, how much uh, how much stock of the the rope ticker are you going to be buying? Oh my God! You mean Home Depot? <laughs> um, dude, no. If I don't, un- okay. First of all, to all the listeners, if you don't understand thing or understand something or could not explain it to like a ten year old, I don't know if you should invest in it. I don't know. I don't know if that's crazy thing to say. Josh would say that's insane because why not buy that sweet, sweet Bitcoin? I mean, this is a motherfucker that would say. Well, I I understand about it, but I also, okay. I think that there is a a hype level to some stuff. I, I understand, I would say (laughs) I understand like 98% of what I invest in. There are occasional times I will put an investment into something that I'm like, you know what? This one's the horse race. (laughs) Hope hey, number thirty-three wins. You well, know, so I did put my money in do- Dogecoin. Yeah, I mean, I think if you, what do you mean? Are you who are you counting points for with me? Me, yeah, and you. I mean, have you won on it? I I thought yep. this was a while back. You talked about yep. you lost. And I have not. I have lost. Probably because you haven't, you didn't watch and cash out. You probably just bought in when you saw Dogecoin all over the internet. Basically, you're, you're being as, as, who was the guy? Uh, God, fuck, he wrote The Intelligent Investor, Graham. Benjamin Graham. Anyway, it's Benjamin Graham. Um, the the uh, father of investing. Well, wow. uh, a lot of others would argue deep fucking value is the father of investing. So, sorry, you know, I should have been more specific value investing, not deep fucking value. Benjamin. No, oh, yeah. Well, what do you want? Do you want value or do you want deep? fucking value oh god oh lord okay i'm just kidding anyway jokes aside jokes aside you probably saw something and you were like oh dope coin this looks like funny and cool stuff and you bought and you sold at a terrible time and i i have i did the okay first off i have not sold it and Mm -hmm. i bought it i bought like 35 dollars worth okay i have spent 35 dollars in way worse ways than buying dogecoin so we're gonna leave it at that Guys, every American wants to spend on one thing. And you know what that one thing is, Josh? You know what it is. Say it with me. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. There we go.
All right, guys, next segmento up for the day. Extended Stay America is, oh gosh, I wrote this wrong. I'm so um extended stay america is bought after pandemic success so if you aren't familiar with the extended stay america it's like a hotel chain that basically instead of you paying by the day they make you pay by the week so it's in the name like you're you're a lot of people were there probably for like a month or so um extended state of america or esa on the stock market has agreed to be acquired in a joint buying by starward Starwood Capital Group and the Blackstone Group. Extended Stay America had quite a different pandemic experience because if homeless people weren't renting before, they certainly are now. The chain, which is known for its more long-term guests, as I alluded to, that pay by the week actually came out with net positives as opposed to its more high-priced rivals. Extended Stay America will be going private after this deal. Uh, so Blackstone and Starward are purchasing the chain for $19.50. Josh, how mad is Hilton and Marriott that they didn't move on this strategy sooner? Come on. Wait, you mean allowing people to like camp out at their hotels they are not they're not camping out josh they're just they're just hey are you a wanderer wander <laughs> over here no i mean there's actually like contract workers um, do this kind of stuff a lot and a lot of times their companies are paying so it's like even better because the company wants to float this over fucking hilton or marriott because it's cheaper right so yeah it's a it's a viable business model i don't know are we are we actually that nomadic i don't know one, one of, well, so like everyone was, you know, like they were like, we can't pay rent. So I'm sure a lot of, you know, unfortunately, I'm sure during the pandemic, the reason for a lot of their success was that they were like, yeah, well, people that can't pay their rent for a month, just come live here, you know, yeah, for like probably way, way, way cheaper. So little story time. First, when I, my first job delivering pizzas, um, when I was like four or five months into it. I delivered to a extended stay America. The guy not only gave me a hug, he gave me a $5 tip. He was watching Jason, the born supremacy theory as a series. And I got to see um, two people freebasing cocaine for the first time in my life. So quite a bit. I mean, sounds like a party. All you got to do is deliver the pizza and you're invited. Well, yeah, yeah. They, he said, "Come in," and I was like, eh, "I don't know if I should." And uh, yeah, after after you I went in, in anyway. No, no, no. I didn't say. I well, I stepped inside. He went inside. I, I was no, 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 no. I think they wanted to though. I, I think they were looking to rob me. But uh, yeah, I was I was a little surprised that that extended say America all out of all the hotel chains. Um, we're, we're one of the few with net positives, but when you really think of it, like, of course they were because I mean, we are always saying that you were a smart child. So <laughs> well, like dollar- the story is more proof going in the strange crack bending apartments. Dude, if you, well, he was a convincing man. He was like, come on in here, man. Here, give me a hug. And I was like, all right. Yeah. You feel like my boy scouts leader and you know. Um, but mm-hmm. the, my Boy Scouts leader didn't ever tip me $5. Hey, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Extended say, uh, say America. They made, they made it out positive and are being bought. They're going private. So anyone who held that stock is, uh, 
is probably feeling pretty fucking good right now. Um, nice. Yeah. Have you ever had any experiences with an extended stay America, Josh? I wouldn't say like that, um, but I'd say in terms of like hotel chains and um, and like uh, I don't fucking know, dude. I don't care. It really like depending on where I'm going, it's more of like a place to Lucky stay for the day. night. Maybe I don't know. I'll go wherever. I've been in some smelly, gross apartments, and some <laughs> smelly, gross hotels and motels. You know, there's a lot of different smelly, gross places out there. You just got to hope you're not at the smelliest and grossest. <laughs> I don't doubt it for a second. I do not doubt. Yeah. And yeah, I, think, I think there's actually a, a lot of value, like the, the hotels chains and, and any equities and assets, like, because like, I don't know, I think people rushed into the stock market, like in terms of the pandemic and were like, well, these stocks are dead. We're never getting on airplanes again. No one's seeing a cruise again. We're all going to die. I might as well cash all my money out before I die. But people will be back in hotels. I think there could be a lot of growth in that market in the next year or two. Oh, for sure. Look at how good Airbnb is doing. I mean, they're technically like kind of hotel-ish, and they're doing yeah. great. Yeah, they're doing fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Fucking yeah, I, mean, I, th- I think it's a sector that people should should show some attention to, show some love to kiss a little bit tenderly you know okay all right yes yes josh the market is in fact cyclical to all you smooth-brained r words out there um yeah so you know things that you might think are not doing great right now might be doing really great in the future i mean look at u.s steel come on all right guys last segmento for the day is stripe stripe becomes the most valuable startup after their recent uh recent funding run um so stripe is a payment processor that jumped into the scene years back um so not even that long ago though um within 10 years um and is now garnering a 95 billion dollar value um in easily going toe-to-toe with the giants like paypal and square um that they are are rivals with now so you've never heard of stripe because you probably don't need to need to but uh stripe works in the background to make sure that you can process any sort of payment so at mcdonald's when you're buying a cheeseburger you can process that payment and then when you go to the hospital for a heart attack you can also process that payment at the hospital um so because of stripes meteoric rise retailer investors are chomping at the bit to get a few shares of of stripe uh and stripe plans to go public after the latest funding round which i alluded to is over 600 million dollars so stripe is it is like europe's bread and butter but the company is hoping to expand to more emerging markets obviously get into the u.s market um you know the Asian markets, Indian markets, all those. Um, Josh, are you looking to buy some Stripe? Uh, yeah, sign me up. They have a, they made they're like a payment platform that's super sick. It's uh, they have an API and documentation, and essentially it's just like there's a code block and you can pop it on a website and have your payments validated through Stripe stuff like that. So it's a very valuable um, tool. Um, I think that in terms of, I mean, I don't know, PayPal and Square, like those are hard to contend with, you know, can Stripe 
I don't know if Stripe has a com competitive edge there, but uh, I'd say I'm bullish on it. Man, I, do you know how to, okay, so I wanna buy shares on IPO and I'm just fucking like, I have put my order in, they never fill because there's like some sort of broken thing with the world. You just literally have to like message your broker if you want to buy on IPO. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I know a lot of people get uh, uh, limits or whatever set or, or or whatever they are. They're like, oh, your your call is waiting. It's like in a line. Um, I, see. I so I just bought. Uh, Have you ever bought on IPO of anything? Dropbox, yeah. I bought Dropbox the first day. Oh, what a oh like, did you buy the day. first day? Like, when yes, you, I did dropped, you buy I, it? I bought it, like, the first few hours that it, it uh, IPO, Dropbox. Yeah. I bought I'm it. talking, like, I'm talking, like, within the first, like, seconds of it release being oh, IPO. Jesus, dude. Of course not. Because there's, I mean, because there's fucking... There's people that have set these that that set because there's like okay so there's like hedge funds and like these big banks and these people that can get in on stocks way yeah, early. Right? Well, then there's also within like the retail investors. There's these people that are able to set limits and set all these. Wait, like, you know, I did that. <clears throat> I when coupon when yeah. when that IPO mm -hmm. what last week what was it Thursday Friday something like that uh -huh. on Wednesday whatever it was I had a buy with a limit it said that it was starting between 32 and 34 i wanted to buy 36 dollar per share and like 10 shares or something like that uh -huh. and literally there like my order just did not place and like it ipo'd and then literally I, it went straight up to like 67 bucks it's so you gotta i guess you gotta talk with your brokerage and they've got to be like ah oh, this person wants to actually win money well, if I'm not mistaken, there's some sort of, there's some sort of queue. There's some sort of like line of uh, of a sort. I mean, they can't just. It's not like, like a you know a piece of bread and a thousand ducks. You know, just going for it, right? Like, I mean, it just can't be like that. There's got to be some sort of order that they go in um, with people because there's probably retail investors. Well, Grayson, they do that on Black Friday with waffle makers. Okay. But no, so. No, so, so I'm saying there's like probably retail investors out there with a shit ton of money that yeah, were, se were setting that they were setting limits and shit a year ago. You know, mm. like when yeah, when there's they, probably some priority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, agree. I agree. You're right. You're right. But I, yeah, I'm bullish as fuck on Stripe. Um, although the thing about it is, I'm also bullish as fuck on like Square and, and PayPal. So. You know, if you really want to mm. toot mm. my horn, I maybe I'm square. Stripe, you know. Dude, I could have gotten square at thirty-four dollars. Oh, I want to fucking die sometimes. Um, just getting all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so it is really interesting that um, so the stripe the the two brothers that started are from Ireland. Um, and so they do, they like supposedly the European market, they like pretty much own like Square hasn't really been able to make a huge splash in it. Um, PayPal was always the use of it, but it wasn't like user friendly over in the European market. So it was kind of cool to read about um, uh, just like all the opportunities that Stripe's, you know, hopefully going to make. So, yeah. Right. 
All right, bullish on Stripe. I think that's how we're looking today. Guys, those were the segments for the day. Let me wrap it up like a, like a, uh, I don't know, like a pita, pita pit fucking cashier. Oh, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, Americans want one thing after getting the stimulus check, and that one thing is cryptocurrency anything. I mean, NFTs, Bitcoin. Oh, God. And I guess if we're really going to pump from one podcast, GameStop song. Um, hey, maybe that will be one of those trending words that pushes uh, the podcast up. Extended say America is being bought after pandemic success and going private. So good job on anyone that called Extended Say America. I never thought homeless people had a market, but it looks like they do. Shout out to all to Dollar General. And lastly, Stripe becomes the most valuable startup after a six hundred million dollar funding round, putting the company had you know just a small ninety five billion dollars, and they are looking to go public any fucking day, week, or month now. Guys, let's. Get to the side stories for the day. First one up, uh, one of my favorite things. It was actually going to be a segmento, but I, you know, it's just, it's very much side story material. Elon is no, Elon Musk, obviously, is no longer a CEO. No, 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 no. Don't ever call him that again. He is the techno king of Uh, Tesla and the CFO of Tesla is no longer the CFO. Don't you ever fucking call him that again, you piece of fucking shit. He is the master of coin. God damn it, Elon, you did it again, um, forcing the boomers and I'm sure the SEC and probably a lot of board members into mass confusion. Um, Josh, this guy, he just he just doesn't have any quit. I just I almost like him for it, you know. I mean, I, I think it's it's hilarious and funny because of how annoying that all the other, like all, not directly oh, yeah. as peers, but the rich boomers, like you said, around him um, are probably like pulling their hair about it. But I will say on the flip side, man, when I see people that like on LinkedIn and their like title is not like an actual job title, I just want to like, you know. Oh, God. Grab it's- them by the the ear and yell at him, you know? Hey, dude, uh, one of them that I remember that applied, um, inspiring the next person down. That was yeah. their, that was it. what they had. A, I was like, that's not a job title. You, that's, there's no... People that are like, like the, the marketing, the, the creative energy behind, behind our marketing team or oh, I'm dude. the sales group, you know? Dude. It's like, dude... I had a uh, I had a kid apply and his profile was uh, it started out who am I I don't I don't really know I asked myself that same question every day and I was like dude you're never going to get fu-. I mean it's great and I get it Steve Jobs but you're not that good my like, fuck but uh yeah, yeah dude Elon uh, Elon Musk man yeah I'm starting to warm up to this guy I get why you are such a follower of the Muskicus. Yeah, all I'm going to say when it, the one more touch on the whole like title things and resumes is if your resume doesn't contain your max bench press, your max, max squat press, and your max deadlift, then are you even trying? If it doesn't yeah. have your mile time, you know, are you really able to prove anything to that employer? Yeah, Peloton's never going to take you with, with shit like that. 
Guys, next side story for the day, last side story for the day. Walmart starts Project Glass, and I say that in quotes, Project Glass, a secretive mission to tackle e-commerce and compete head-to-head with Amazon, finally. Um, so a LinkedIn, I, some board member thing got um, got released or whatever, and one or two or three of the slides really, really focused on what they called Project Glass. And basically the Project Glass was was to push e-commerce as as far as they can. I know they had they bought jet.com or something and that you know didn't really end up being anything really. Um, but yeah, Walmart's gonna finally do it. They're finally making the push to e-commerce, it seems like, and are going to go head to head with them. So I mean Walmart is a fraction, I think of what Amazon used to cost before their stocks split, if I'm not mistaken. So, oh, that was Tesla. Sorry. I don't know how much Amazon costs, like $2,000 a share? Holy shit, 3000 So Walmart's, I, I think, at like 300 or 400 So mm-hmm. way, 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 way below. Um, right. You, so it's like a good price point, right? Yeah, and a really, really good sign because if – we all go back a little bit. Amazon wasn't the first to do logistics well. It was actually Walmart. Walmart right. like, tore up logistics. So Project Glass, I mean, you know, for anyone that's been like on the fence about them, th- to me, this is like the best sign ever that they are going yeah, go to go head to head. You've got to love a company accidentally, but also strategically <laughs> releasing a document to the world to be seen that says we're coming for your ass Amazon. like so, so well, i i saw a uh i saw the the when coca-cola was like try to be less white the uh the little slideshow that they had on that dude i saw project glass slideshows i don't know who the fuck is like i don't know my job dude the presentations that i have to make look way better than whatever these fucks are doing at these like billion billion dollar trillion dollar companies i don't know looks awful but keep on going. And uh, Coca-Cola employees, I mean, cut it out. Stop. Stop it. Don't be so white. Jesus. It's 2020. Stop being so white about telling people that they should be white or not. Jeez. Yeah. It's so white to talk about whether someone's white. Yeah. Karen, don't be a fucking Kevin and tell me not to be white. Come on. All right, guys, those were the side story for the day. Josh, could you give us your feel-good story for the day? Yeah, so uh, poor American taxpayers that have paid their, filed their 2018 and 2019 taxes have been stimulated by a 78-year-old geezer with a history of unwarranted touching and breathing on necks. Who's that, Josh? I'm I've I've been stimulated by Slow Joe, our drooling Jack. hero. Jack. I love Sam. Yeah, he he's stim he's so the the people are being stimulated. You love you Wait, love to your stimulus check. It's pending, but it it should clear tomorrow. Ooh, damn. Yeah, I mean, poor people, the poorest first. Okay, geez, give me a break. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so. <laughs> are you saying yeah, you're more so, uh, surprised that he that he actually did this he didn't forget <laughs> right right his uh his alzheimer's you know they gave him enough meds for it so he 
you made it through this one. Uh, no, I think it's just great. And that's why if you, uh, you know, you were talking about it earlier, there was a huge jump this weekend for Bitcoin. It went over 62K, or I think it hit 62K. So now it's on a discount price, um, like a lot of other stuff. So the markets generally from the last stimulus, we've seen that as the stimulus is released, the markets seem to move with the money being moved back in, almost like Andrew Yang was not a complete R word with his Excuse circulating me. money into the economy through UBI. Yang gang, baby. Mm-hmm. Yang gang. Um, so not to make this a political podcast at all, because um, I don't really give a shit. I think Republicans and Democrats are both smooth brain R words. Um, I've told you my plan about attaching the accountability, buddy. For each of them, you, to their uh, arm. did you see that uh, we're uh, we we have too many kids at the yeah. Do you know what we do with those too many kids? I don't know. What, That's what do you right. Mean we put them in cages. Yes, Joe Biden has filled up all the cages, uh, so, uh, just you know, just north of the border. So, hmm. Well, well you don't want to you don't want him biting anyone and passing along rabies or something. Well, he yeah. also uh, he also made some uh, members of the Air Force uh, um, women, which is which is great because the people in Saudi Arabia when they're when they're getting bombed, um, when their when their weddings are getting bombed and all of them are dying, they can say, "Wow, this is wh- how progressive of them." So, fantastic! Mm-hmm. Oh, just a, just a little just a little jokes, guys. Just a little jokes, but yeah, but, hey. We're getting the stimmy checks. I'm glad to hear that you got yours because that probably means I'm going to get mine. Josh, before we go, could you please leave us with some words for the youth? Yeah, I've just got some. Um, okay. It's uh, not, an, uh, you know, any secure specific security. It's just a general investment practice. Like Grayson mentioned, markets are cyclical. So you can always buy at the peak and then sell at the valley and you'll get poor. It's a very nice strategy. I've tried it myself. You should try it out. Okay. Well, the- Guys, we are never sell- We are never recommending you buy or sell any security on this podcast. But I'll but take care of that in full disclosure. Is where you buy and the valley is where you sell. Nope. We are we aren't giving you financial <laughs> advice. That's not that's not it's what not we financial do. advice. General life advice. Okay, and really if you're taking financial advice from us too, I mean, Jesus, seek fucking help. All right, so Josh says make terrible investments um, if you can for the youth. Josh, I think you <laughs> day after day forget what, what uh, the words for the youth actually is. Um, all right, guys, that was the podcast for the day. So please like, subscribe, read, rate, throw an old car battery in the fucking ocean, give us a five-star review, hand job on Apple, and we will read it aloud on the podcast. So if you guys leave a five-star review and then give us and give us a comment on it, we'll read that comment verbatim on uh, on, on Apple um, podcast. Leave a voice message at anchor.fm slash bizbytes and more with hyphens all between it, and we will listen to that voice message live on air, and we will respond. You can support and tell a friend. Please, word of mouth is the best way to share podcasts. It is the best way to uh, continue to circulate it, uh, get it out to the masses. Quick shout out to Ghana. Great place. Fantastic. The 
blog is bizbitesandmore.com for any extra blog content. I'm going to start shooting those fuckers out like uh, Mormons shoot out sperm into their wives. Uh, lunch hour with guests. We just had a new one, volume seven with my buddy Sharky. We just had that recently. So you can check that on out on YouTube or wherever you find a podcast. The Twit Machine is bizbitesandmore. Guys, I'm about to do the full disclosure. Anyway, that is our take on it. Until next time. Go fuck yourself and have a great day. All right, the Biz Bites and More podcast is a podcast going over investments and news, uh, business news, uh, finance, stocks, all that good jizz and jazz. But that does not mean we are giving you recommendations to buy or sell a security. We're not giving you analysis for buying or selling a security, and we're not giving you research advice. We're not doing any of that shit. So if you're trying to sue us, you can go fuck yourself because you are just the biggest piece of shit, as probably your parents were, um, and the apple does not fall too far from the tree. It's all satire, baby, and you can't get over that. Fuck yourself. Have a great day. I love you. I'm just kidding. Come on, please. Come back, Jessica.